Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that is the sound of rock cracking, and you've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and wow, we got a great show. I told you we were going to start getting to some candidates, and we do have uh, a candidate on today that who is in a Republican primary runoff, in, uh, actually in the uh, state of Mississippi, but we'll be talking to Ron Eller and he will uh, be participating in a GOP runoff on June the 28th in the District 2 in the state of Mississippi. But we important, important uh, seat because the Republican nominee of District 2 will be facing off against who? Well, everybody in the country has been seeing the chairman of the Homeland Security in the House of Representatives, none other than uh, Congressman Benny Thompson, who's been in almost 30 years now and gets elected time after time but uh can he be beat in this november is is there enough big enough a red wave where uh homeland security chairman could be actually uh removed from congress by the voters could that happen in a in a strong blue uh drawn district well we're going to talk to ron eller and before we get to that conversation uh first let me tell you something that I may have to revise some statements I said. I've called the Biden administration incompetent when it comes to the economy. And you've heard me say these things that how could people make such big mistakes and, and not listen to Larry Summers, the Democratic uh, economic uh, brain of the uh, Obama administration and the Secretary of Treasury then. So but they don't listen to Larry Summers. And I thought, well, that's just incompetent. But you know what? I am starting to see it's they're destroying our economy by design. And why can I say that? Well, I start to see some hints. When you look at, we know gas prices going high. And we've talked about how the, the people inside these offices, they can't say it publicly, but they're giddy. They're just happy to uh, give high fives with high gas prices because they want Americans to stop buying gas. They want everybody to get an electric car. They want everything to run on wind and solar. There's no way that can happen in the next five, even the next 10 years. We rely too much on fossil fuels. And I'd like to see the drill, baby, drill, and use all the above for Americans to have our national security and our economic security. And yet, we got people in this administration, and I'm going to give you an example, with our uh, gas prices going high. What did President 
Biden and his people, and I don't think he had the brains to put it together. I believe it had to be his, the people brought to him. This is what we're going to tell the American people we're going to do to help ease the prices. We're going to let, uh, let the Midwestern stations where they have ethanol instead of 10%, we're going to let it go to 15% ethanol. Now, why would they do that? Is that going to bring prices down? No, it won't. But why would they do that? Well, they want to tell the American people to do something. But this is the sinister thing that's going on. The people who don't want you to drive gas-powered vehicles, these same people don't want you to eat meat. Now, hear me out. When they raise the ethanol levels for this gas, the 15%, what they're doing is they're taking more corn and making ethanol out of it. But when you when you take the corn away from being made into feed for what? For cows, for chickens, for pigs. When you take away the corn and make more ethanol, you're taking away the feedstock for animals. And what's that going to do? It's going to raise the prices of all meat. They don't want you to eat meat. They call cows methane-producing animals that shouldn't exist i guess they want to put them in a zoo and keep cows in a zoo and not have them anywhere else but they want the americans to pay more for beef more for pork more for chicken they don't want you to eat meat they want you to become a vegetarian and if you don't want to become a vegetarian they will raise the prices so high that you eat less and less and those these these are the people that's in the administration. They want high gas prices, and they want high corn prices, and they want what? They want high meat prices for the American people. These are not people who are for you. These are people who are for themselves, and they have a religion called climate change, and they want everyone to bow down and worship their God called climate change, and they get away with it. Because the press and the Democratic Party are in cahoots and nobody's bringing this to light. But you heard it right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Now, let's, get in, let's talk to a real candidate who's in a real primary fight to see who will take on uh, Congressman Benny Thompson for the general election in November. And his name is Ron Eller. And let, let's, I'm going to introduce you to Ron Eller, and I'm going to just go ahead and I'm going to uh, told you about it. Let's, the number one thing that I want to see in a candidate, how are you going to beat, uh, you know, uh, someone that's been in Congress almost 30 years in a highly drawn Democrat district? How will a Republican be able to beat uh, Con Congressman Benny Thompson, chairman of the uh, Homeland Security and head of the January 6th committee, which is not bipartisan and it's not legit because the minority did not get to place any Republican members they wanted on there. It's a until they get until the Republicans can ask questions like why did not Nancy Pelosi not put people uh, you know, why did she not let the National Guard come in for January 6th until we hear Nancy answer that until we hear who Ray Epps is, other than, oh, he didn't work for the government. That's, they're just telling us that testimony. 
let him be cross-examined. There's a lot of witnesses that should have been cross-examined. In American justice, you get cross-examination. We got none of that on this January 6th committee. It, and until they do cross-examination and allow that, we got nothing more than a taxpayer-funded, hear that, a taxpayer-funded political ad for the Democratic Party. That's all we're seeing with this uh, January 6th committee to date. And so, who, who's going to run against uh, B Congressman Benny Thompson in District 2 in Mississippi? Well, it could be our next guest. Uh, let's ask Ron Eller why he... Ron, <laughs> welcome Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You've heard me say that. Tell me why you can beat Congressman Benny Thompson. How I will lead and uh, defeat Benny Thompson is... One, I believe there's a perfect storm occurring. People are disenchanted with the Democratic Party and the type of leadership that they've offered. Most of us don't believe uh, that we should be uh, breaking up families. Most of us don't believe that we should be dependent upon the government. I believe that they would like to keep us divided as a people and as a nation. Because if they can keep you divided as a people and a nation, we're easier to control. Refer back to your Bible, Luke 11:17. A kingdom that is divided is a house that will fall. And our founding fathers talked about this. Patrick Henry in his last public address stated, United we stand, divided we fall. And when I look across America, I do not see a blue America, a red America, a white America, a black America. I see Americans. And we are a family. And we need to be united like we were on uh, when Pearl Harbor was bombed, when 9-11 happened. We need to be united and work for a common good and a common cause. Because regardless of party, regardless of your skin color we all agree on probably 80 percent of things we want a safe place to raise our family we want good jobs we want a good community to live in and since we agree on these things we can work together as a family and as a unit mississippi is unique in that respect i look across mississippi and i see people that get along we like each other we don't think about these other things acts 1726 from one man he built all nations and when I was in the military, I came up with a concept I call foxhole mentality. In the foxhole, the first thing you figure out is there's no atheist. The next thing you figure out in the foxhole is it doesn't matter what that person next to you looks like, their skin color, their sexual preference, their political beliefs. You look for one thing. Is there an American flag on that shoulder? Because their life depends on you and your life depends on them and everybody gets along in the foxhole. And Mississippi reflects foxhole mentality. As okay, far uh, Ron, as Ron, let me just stop you for our listeners right there. Yes, sir. You, you, you and again, bringing together as one, and I can see how you can take that uh, charge into a general election to beat uh, Benny Thompson and and bringing yes, people together. Now we're looking at, I guess, the number one thing driving people crazy is the high gas prices, and we know the Democratic Party. There's people in the Democratic Party who are actually. I think giddy and happy and you know doing high fives because the gas prices are high. These Ivy Leaguer people in the in the high towers they want high gas prices, so we'll turn to electricity and and stop using fossil fuels. But Mississippians, I think for the most part, understand that we need fossil fuels at least in the next 10, 20 years. So what is your plan? What what do you see that you can do to say? We need to use the American fuel, the what we have here in America, b before we start going overseas. And the Democratic yeah. Party is stopping that. So how, you know, what's your plan 
that you can take to the people and the voters to say, this is how I can fight for you who have to put gas in your gas tank? Yes, sir. Well, my basic platform is based on free enterprise, limited government, individual liberties, national defense, and traditional values on what I call an E3 principle. E1 is education, E2 deals with economics and taxation, and E3 is energy. Energy is the lifeblood of the American economy. And I believe T. Boone Pickens probably said it about as well as anybody. Drill, baby, drill. Drill here and drill now. We need to use all forms of energy, whether we're talking about clean coal, natural gas, petroleum, hydroelectric, wind, solar, nuclear. Eventually, you know, a green form of energy might win out, but that's not right now. We cannot be hamstringing the American people and the American economy for a pie-in-the-sky dream. Here in South uh, Hines County, where I live, I watch car train after car train of good bituminous coal rolling by headed to the coast and we're shipping our coal overseas for coal powered uh, electric plants and we're tearing down coal powered electric plants here in the United States this is hurting the people in the Appalachians like in West Virginia uh, Kentucky Ohio where these coal mines are this is uh, driving up the cost of energy here I believe you are correct that the uh, Democratic leadership is giddy about high energy prices. They talked about this. They talked about this under Obama. I remember Obama during his first term making uh, noise that he would like to see gas at $5 a gallon. And when you look at the people that are in the squad like AOC, Tlaib, you know, they, they preach this and talk about the new green deal. They're giddy about these kind of things because it fits their agenda. But that agenda is harming the American people and the American economy. And we need a red wave. We need a tsunami. We need to be opening up pipelines. We need to be opening up federal lands for drilling. We need to get back to being energy dependent. President Trump had the right idea there. President Biden and the present Democratic uh, leadership have the wrong plan and wrong agenda for the American people. It's so that they can control us as a people and make us dependent upon the government. And I plan on leading from the front. Okay, Ron, uh, and going right if, you know, if you're a, a plan to defeat Benny Thompson, if you get the GOP nomination, how many voters do you think in the district, second district of Mississippi, how many voters really like high gas prices? And do you think Benny Thompson is one reason gas prices are high? I believe Benny Thompson is a part of this because he's a part of that uh, Democratic leadership that has opposed using our own resources. And I will tell you, there is nobody in the Mississippi Delta, the 2nd Congressional District, Mississippi. I don't think there's hardly anybody in the United States is as happy about the price of fuel. The price of fuel affects all aspects of our life. Here in Mississippi, you know, we're an agricultural-based uh, economy in the 2nd Congressional District. It affects fertilizer costs. I uh, have a side business making deer feed, deer tractants, things like that. Fertilizer cost affects the production of grain. Fertilizer cost affects the price of food. The price of diesel to run tractors affects the price at the grocery store. It affects the uh, shipping of all of our goods and services. And uh, this is causing massive inflation and harming the uh, economy. And not only does it harm the economy from price increases, but it harms the ability for uh, the average person to get to and from work. I know just last night I filled up, well, I had half a tank of, in my uh, Ram truck. It's a diesel truck, and uh, it cost me a little over $100 for a half a tank of fuel. You know, mm. that hurts. It hurts. I'm an average working guy. 
And, Ron, you're speaking to average working guys all over the 2nd District of Mississippi and really all over the nation. we got people all yeah, over the country right. listening to the program, and I think everybody can identify what you said, but you have a genius in understanding what a lot of people don't. And we're going to examine what that genius is, Ron, in just a minute. But first, let me remind our listeners, you're listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. And uh, we're talking to Ron Eller. Now, who's Ron Eller? Well, he is running, and he's in a runoff for the GOP spot in the District 2 of the state of Mississippi. And so if you've not heard of Ron Eller, and you live in District 2, or if you have friends, and many listeners will have friends who live in District 2 in the state of Mississippi, call your friends and let them know about Ron Eller. Tell, her, tell them about our show. Send them a link to this show so they'll know more about Ron Eller. And we're about to get into that genius that he has from his experience through life and being able to put things together. Before we do that, let me remind you, we also have a book called Bedrock Truths. And if you don't have a copy of our book, and I say our because I wrote it along with Dr. Alveda King and Dr. Alex McFarland. But the book is called Bedrock Truths, and you can go to www.docholiday.org. And Holiday's got two wells in it. And you can order that book, got other books you can order, and we'd love to send out a copy. So just uh, let us know. We'd love to get that out to you. If you got liberal friends, socialist friends, or socialist neighbors, and maybe they need to read a copy of Bedrock Truths written by Dr. Ed Holliday, Dr. Alveda King, and Dr. Alex McFarland, go to www.docholiday.org. Hey, uh, we're, we were talking to Ron Eller, I'm about to get back in this subject. I said he's a genius in one thing, and that's understanding the complexities of our economy and how what the Biden administration and the Democrats, including uh, Benny Thompson, are destroying our economy. So let's return to our conversation with candidate running in the runoff election, District 2, State of Mississippi, candidate Ron Eller. When you, when you mentioned about the fertilizer and what happens with the high cost of uh, oil, it does affect the fertilizer. It affects the farmers. But you know something this administration has done, and I think Benny Thompson backing everything that Biden does, it seems like. Uh, Biden was talking about how he uh, took off uh, the cap on uh, ethanol in certain places where they can put up to 15% ethanol, corn-based ethanol, in the gas but what does that do it's not helping it's not helping bring down the price of gas but again i think it's these these people who he's surrounded himself with these green new deals they know what's going on what it does when you you take you take even more when you use more corn to to supplement the gas and making ethanol what are you doing you're you're taking a, you're making the grain prices higher and really what exactly. these people do, they want us to stop eating meat. They don't want us to eat pork. They don't want us to eat beef. They want to get rid of the meat industry. And this is another way they're, they're doing it underhandedly. Don't want people to understand, but the meat prices are going to skyrocket because what they're doing and, and saying, oh, we're helping put more fuel. No, they know what they're doing. They are making meat prices go sky high because they want people to eat plants and no meat. You are correct. A neighbor from where I make my deer products in Choctaw County uh, runs about 200 head of cattle. 
and his uh, price on uh, you know cattle at auction really hasn't gone up. It's not the farmer that's making uh, big money off of this. It's uh, you know the uh, people that are uh, causing the price increases really going back to our uh, political elite by uh, subsidizing the uh, use of uh, grain uh, for uh, fuel. And uh, like you said, it is causing a problem there. It's also creating a national security issue. When you look at Mississippi uh, in particular, like the Yazoo Pump Project, Benny Thompson recently got that shut down in November of last year. They were ready to go online with that. And And, and as uh, you're talking about that, Ron, you tell a lot of people in Mississippi and around the country don't really know about the pump project. Just just uh, identify that real quick for our listeners so they'll know exactly what you're talking about when you're talking about the pumps in uh, yes, sir. the Mississippi well, River. Well, most, most candidates, when they talk about the pump project, all they do is stand in front of a sign that says finish the pumps. I've actually met with uh, people like uh, Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith and talked with her about this. I've met with the state geologists. I've... Uh, met with the people that run the nonprofit finish the pumps i've walked that land with them the people in like the sierra club the uh environmentalists uh the uh democrats they're trying to keep the uh, project from being completed they say it would cause uh ecologic damage to the uh, mississippi river and the mississippi delta well then how do you account for the 20 plus pumps that are already in operation in like arkansas and louisiana doing the exact same thing of a similar capacity. Those did not cause ecologic damage to those uh, areas. And uh, when you look at the outflow of the Mississippi River and talking with a state geologist, uh, one of the things that they said that it would have to also be done is to dredge main river channels, whether we're talking the uh, Mississippi River, the Yazoo River, Sunflower River, but just by doing those things and increasing the capacity within those rivers uh, would uh, alleviate a lot of the use for the pumps because then the floodgates along the levees could be open uh, creating greater capacity in those main river channels and would decrease the need for the pumps but the Yazoo pump project is to keep the farmland uh, from flooding and not only is that good for the economy of Mississippi and good for grocery prices but it's a national security issue Uh, if we look at Ukraine right now they say a third of the world's uh, wheat is produced in the Ukraine and with the present situation in Ukraine that has been uh, exacerbated by the Biden administration and the Democrats that is setting the world up for a famine and famine sets us up for a possible World War III but if we were growing wheat here in Mississippi during our winter winter wheat that would increase uh, the economic thrivability of the farmer and the local economies and that would uh, offset that uh, problem with a possible world famine because we could feed the world from our own breadbasket and from here in the state of Mississippi. Well, Ron, when you're saying that, why in the world would Benny Thompson, when you're talking about national security, he's chairman of the Homeland Security uh, in the House of Representatives, why would he be against the pump project? Have you got any reason why? Yes, sir. I believe that... uh, He's trying to drive down property values. If he can drive down property values and uh, buy out uh, large tracts of land uh, for his uh, own agenda and to help uh, corporate farms and uh, corporate businesses, he can eliminate the uh, family farm, you know, line his pockets this way. You know, I could be wrong about that, but that's just, you know, I 
when my time in the military, I, I did real well at uh, playing soldier. I was soldier of the year for trade op force comp Fort Benning, Georgia. I was non-commissioned officer of the year. I was drug and alcohol person of the year. I was nominated to Sergeant Morales club. I was selected as outstanding West Virginian of the year. I went from the pay grades of E1 to E7. I was a warrant officer and retired as a captain. And I saw sat in a lot of rooms and listened to war plans. And I will tell you that, you know, when you start war gaming things, always look at the dollar, see who's going to benefit from this. And if you can find somebody that's benefiting from that action, you probably know the cause and effect of why things are happening. And I see a cause and effect there. I'm just following the dollar, and that makes sense. And, you know, as you say that, I know our energy secretary of energy has invested in, and made money investing in electric vehicles and stock in electric vehicles. And you see a lot of people, that might be some reason why they're wanting to, they want high gas prices. Some of the, I'd like to know how many administration officials and people working in administration have got stock in a lot of these electric vehicle companies. But, Ron, yes, sir. you're talking about your military career. And there's one thing I've heard you tell a story, and you had you had the uh, chance, but the opportunity, the privilege to meet the commander in chief when you were in the military. And can you tell tell us who that was and what the commander in chief told you as you met him? Yes, sir. Well, I actually met uh, a couple. I met George Bush Sr. and I also met uh, Ronald Reagan when I was stationed at West Point, uh, I worked in the emergency department. I ran the ambulance services and things like that there. So when we would have dignitaries like this come there, I would be uh, detailed to that visitor and I would stay with them, follow them and provide any uh, emergency uh, medical care and evacuation as needed. Well, when I was uh, 1988 on uh, Reagan's detail under General uh, Daniel Palmer. We were uh, getting ready to go into the cadet dining facility and we were standing there waiting and President uh, Reagan looked over at me and he said, Sergeant Neller, I've been watching you. And he says, you're really energetic. You're bright. You have a great knowledge of the nation, you know, a natural love of the country and you need to run for office someday. So so, so, Ron, so Ronald Reagan asked, he said, you need to run for office. That's what Ronald Reagan yes, said to you. Wow. Yes, sir. Well, and uh, General Palmer was uh, there, and well, I'm having my wife look. It's uh, somewhere I have uh, some photos of that, uh, you know, and I have to find those. Uh, I think they're in my mother's estate somewhere, but that's another well, story. But but you got uh, yeah. but you had Ronald Reagan telling Sergeant Ron Eller, "You need to run for office." So you're you yes, are you're, you're following up. The Gipper said, "Run," and you're running. So <laughs> that yes, sir. That, that, well, that is a great that thing. have happened since then. I didn't retire from the military until 1999, uh, some years later. And uh, it was right after that he, we had that uh, interaction that I made to E7. And then I uh, applied and became a warrant officer and eventually uh, retired as a captain. Uh, I was, like I said, I was real good at playing soldier. And these days I actually work as a PA in cardiac surgery, assisting uh with the care and the treatment of people uh, throughout the Mississippi Delta by uh, a fine group of cardiac and thoracic surgeons. And I've been uh, taking care of the people here for the last uh, 20 years. And I know what it is to lead. I have my own business in the outdoor industry. I know what it is to sign a paycheck on both sides and I can make a decision and stick to it and drive forward. I understand the consequences of making decisions and have no uh, reservation and I can stand by the decisions I make. 
and uh, leadership is a, a tough thing to learn. And a lot of people out there talk about leadership, but can they live it? It's one thing to talk it. It's another thing to live it. Uh, as a young NCO, one of those things that they teach you, and as a young officer, you lead by example. And I lead my life by example. I lead my life through the Lord and through the Constitution. And I took an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And by God, there was no expiration date on that. And I'm still pushing forward to lead from the front. Well, thank you so much for your service, Ron. Thank you so much for what you've done. And, and because you love your country, you are running for uh, Congress, United States Congress in the 2nd District. Uh, and I know there's uh, the election's coming up June 28th, but uh, some people, if you're going to be out of town, you can go out and absentee vote at the courthouse where you live. So I would tell people, get out and vote. A lot of people don't come out during uh, runoffs, especially in a That's primary true. election. So this this is our country, and you got a we got a patriot running. So I would encourage everybody in the second district of Mississippi to get out and vote. And Ron Eller, uh, really, uh, you heard him say uh, all his experience. Uh, I believe he 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 deserves a chance to have a, a shot at beating Benny Thompson in the general election. So. Uh, I would encourage everybody to get out and get their friends and neighbors out to vote. There's other districts in Mississippi, the third and fourth, also GOP primaries, and uh, across the country, wherever you are. I've said this on our show before, get involved now. Get involved now because our country depends on it. And we got people like Ron Eller that has stood up and uh, said, you know, he's willing to not only run, but to give America the leadership and skills that he's developed here in America. So, Ron, I know we got to end up, but I, I'll give you a chance to uh, tell, tell the voters out there any, you know, anything that uh, real quick here in the next 60 seconds, anything you want to let them know. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I'd like to talk about term limits for a second. Okay. Uh, one more little biblical reference, Psalms 109.8. May his days be few. May another take his position of leadership. <laughs> I need you to get out and vote for me on June 28th. I need uh, your help and support, whether you're in this district or not. This is a race with national implication. We need to get rid of this uh, Benny Thompson, who is going after President Trump. Go to my website, voteroneller.com. If you want to speak to me, you can call me at 888 888- Eller 22, because in 22, we're taking back Mississippi and we're taking back America. That's 888-355-3722. And unlike Joe Biden, I know my phone number. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you do, Ron. I hope people give you a call. hope people get behind you and support you. Uh, God bless you. And and uh, and we'll see what happens on June 28th. Well, I appreciate the chance to talk to your audience, uh, Doc Holliday, and I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you, sir. And that is Ron Eller. And what an interesting, smart, intellectual uh, man this is. A candidate that is in the runoff on June the 28th. Tuesday, June 28th is the runoff date. But like we said, uh, if you are going to be out of town, if you're a voter in the state of Mississippi, they also have runoff elections in uh, District 3 and 4. And I would remind everybody that you can, uh, if you're going to be out of town, by all means, go ahead and fill out an absentee ballot. Go by the circuit clerk's office and at your county courthouse. And if uh, you're sick or you know someone that's having trouble getting to the polls, help them or help them get an absentee ballot and get that out because 
It's the number of patriots who come out and vote and get out and encourage others to come vote. And Ron Eller is a candidate worthy to get out and, and vote and make sure he gets in this uh, general election against uh, Congressman Benny Thompson. Hey, people around the country, listen. What's going on in your neck of the woods? What's going on? Who's running in the primaries? Is the primary over? This is the time to get involved. Don't wait till November. Get involved now because America's future is in the balance. Thank you for listening to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And if you want to know more about Ron Eller, we'll put a link to his uh, website on the write-up for this week's show. God bless you. Hey, we will see you next week as we continue to search for candidates and ways to make America more free, have more liberties, and that's what we want to do right here at Doc Holliday's Rock Split in Politics. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.